Alright, hello, this is uh, podcast number one, titled Spider-Man and More, Fernie's podcast. Today we got Andrew, Monzo, uh, Alan Dosa, and Eric. Alright, boys. Let's get started. Don't close, y'all can't deny it. Alright, what's your top three artists, man? My top three artists were, uh, hold up. Oh, I, I, don't have, I, don't, I don't support my top three. You don't? I, don't, I, no. I haven't listened to Spotify or SoundCloud like that. so I don't You didn't get a rap or anything? SoundCloud doesn't give Not you your right. top artists. It just I just have to look at the top three songs that I listen to. All right, then get that. Get sure, your, bro, get I, I've your been rap. all over the place on multiple apps. So I just I, that I don't have them. Yeah. But I can tell you number one. Like, you know yours by the top of your head? I, I could tell you my number one though the person like the people I listen to the most I just know that shit. But. Yeah. All right, I'll start since. Yeah, I gotta sign in. Yeah. Me and bro. Already got mine. Music for losers. Man. My yeah. top three artists were Mac Miller, Future, and Don Toliver. Well, what's your hours on? Hours: Mac Miller thirty four, Future twenty seven, Don Toliver twenty six. Do you support your top three? I absolutely do support my top three, bro. My top three, three were the Travis Scott, Drake, and ASAP Rocky. Travis Scott being 57 hours, Drake being Damn. 47 hours, and ASAP Rocky being 45 hours. But you must. My top three were J. Cole, Junior Ache, and then K. Dot. K. Dot. My top three songs, since it doesn't tell me my top three artists, were Wants and Needs by Drake. Lil Baby, How It Feels, and Post Malone, Psycho. So Lil Baby and, and Post Malone, basically. Because yeah, isn't oh, Wants and Needs is basically a Lil Baby Lil song. Baby song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lil Baby takes over that one. Yeah. What about you? It's that one, and Lucky. And Lucky. We got a little genre mix in there. I agree with mine, because, bro, Mac, Future, and Dawn, bro. Those are pretty good. Those are the ones that literally the only three artists I ever put like. Oh shit! My fourth one was J Cole, which was forty one hours. So wow. I, all of these artists had over forty hours. My third one is probably Hot Boy. Hot Boy? You were listening? I don't. I haven't really listened to Hot Boy like that. Hot Boy, I, bro. I fucking love Hot Boy. You agree with your three? Nah, I don't think K Dot should be in my top three at all. Why is that? Because I don't listen to him that much. I don't know how he got on there. Bruh. Probably when you're asleep. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Well, how do y'all feel about... Alright, so I have a situation where there's some days where I can sleep with music and some days I can't sleep with music. You know, I used to like sleeping with music, but you remember you gave me those melatonin pills, right? And then you gave me those other melatonin pills? Yeah. The last two days, past the last two times I've slept with music on, listening, listening to music and on melatonin, I've had some crazy-ass nightmares. And I don't know why, and it's only ever when I take melatonin. It's because melatonin uh, produces, like, melatonin, which is with, uh... Makes you sleep. It makes you, like, that part of your brain that you lucid dream go up. So, it's more likely you have lucid dreams. Yeah, but, like, I don't get... Because, like, the last, dr- the last nightmare I had while listening to music was about a witch. And I was listening to fucking... to GTA music. From the GTA radio. Because some of those songs do go hard. I mean... Like the ending song from Whenever You Kill Michael. That shit goes stupid hard. So I was listening to that and I had a nightmare off of that. I was like, what the fuck? Wait, you... You decided to kill Michael? No, uh, I went back. I replayed the missions. Oh. Was it a nightmare or were you still awake? It was a nightmare. 
Were you still awake? No, I was asleep. Okay. It was a nightmare. I woke up and I realized, holy shit, I'm in a nightmare. How do you nightmare. have a nightmare when you're awake? Yeah. I mean, you never had a yeah. like sleep paralysis. Yeah. The like first you, time, the I've first time once. when I woke up from that nightmare, I had a sleep paralysis. The second time, I didn't. I realized I was in a dream. No, I have this issue when I fall asleep during the day. I just get sleep paralysis. Like even if it's for like thirty seconds, I get it. So you just try not to fall asleep. Yeah. So I, I only had that like a couple handful of times sleep paralysis. I'd say that is like the worst. Four bro. times. Super scary. I I haven't had it. It's cra- it's crazy because you know it's happening, but you still you still freak out. You're like holy shit. You feel like something bad's about to happen, but like you know it's just a sleep paralysis, but you still freak out. So it's Labon. Why is that? So sure, man. They just be out there, man. Is the evil world? What makes you relate to him, or like, what makes you listen to his music like that? Shafar, man. Shafar, bro, come on. It's like his lyrics or the, his music, his production. What what makes him stand out? The, the emotional value. That too, I guess, but it just sounds nice, you know. Like with the style of the guitars and everything, like it's it's corridos tumbados, but it's their love ballads, you know. Like or or their they're like amor or desamor. Keep it a buck. I don't think they should be called corridos. Nah. To be honest, yeah. My my criticism from Eslabon, I mean, he's a good artist, whatever. But I feel like his music is just the same. All of it. Like mm. you either got love songs about him or you got I mean, about. I I, I agree with the fact that most of his songs are about love. Yeah. But mo- all of them are different in their own way. It's it's like rap songs, you know. It's like just think about that shit. Like you think little baby isn't repetitive about well, this, I mean, this shit he talks about. It's just like they change up their flows, and some of the flows might be a little bit similar. But if you like, if you really listen to that shit, everything is is different, and it's it's its own thing. But there are some songs here and there that just seem kind of like whatever. But it's just a very like small amount. Hmm. Like Cortavenas, bro. That's my favorite album. I'm not going back outside to take a piss again, bro. Saw the Wendigo? I, I just got scared two times by two different things, bro. As soon as I walked out, the fucking cat ran, the cat ran right in front of me. I got scared as fuck. I was out there taking a piss, and he has like a little carpet on the top, and water fell on it, and it, it literally sounded like footsteps behind me. I turned around so fast, bro. Oh, shit. I got so scared, nigga. I'm not going back out there. You agree with Junior H? Hell yeah. What makes him stand out? The way he's conveys his emotions and his voice and his voice i would agree he definitely does have more diversity than this level yeah. for sure and i think he's pretty good overall with mine's mac miller what makes him stand out i think it's like his flow and his lyrics bro like his production isn't really standout-ish you know but his flow and his lyrics and like the shit he says sometimes i think that's just like a1 bro like his similes yeah. his metaphors and it all fits in the same like rhyme scheme, which I think is crazy. Yeah, his bars are fire. Yeah, Mac Miller go hard. <laughs> what about your number one? What makes him stand out for you? Travis. I mean, Travis is Travis. You know, like lyric, lyric, lyric. You know, lyrics wise, he has some lyrics here and there. It's just more about the vibe I get from his music. Mm-hmm. You know, is that type where you sit back and chill? It's some shit you don't really gotta listen to. You just hear it. You know. Or you vibe to. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. be honest, I don't think Travis is that good. I mean, he might not be good at all. I just, I just like the vibe. He's you know? definitely... He was better back then. Now he's... 
not to sound like one of those people, but he's definitely now more mainstream, and that turns oh. off some people. Asteroid or birds in the trap. Asteroid. But perfect. Perf- perf- my no, favorite. No, no. My favorite Boy. Travis album is uh, Rodeo. Rodeo. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll say our favorite Travis albums right now. Hold up. Hold up. Before that, let's get to Eric. Yeah, Eric, you. Why do you? What makes Little Baby stand out? From- it reminds me a lot of Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne was. Lil Wayne's understandable. Understandable. That's why you fuck with him. And Lil Wayne goes so hard. And when I first listened, whenever Lil, Lil Baby started popping off, I was like, yo, this dude's lyrics reminds me a lot about Lil Wayne because he's like actually rapping, like rhyming and shit like Lil Wayne did back in the day. He's not as, I'm not saying he's as good, but he reminds me. I definitely think he has the potential to be as good, but yeah, the Lil Baby, in my opinion, he just has straight bars. Yeah. I, like I, I, I listened to Lil Baby this year way more than I did to Post Malone. And like all my previous playlists for like SoundCloud have always been Post Malone top, and this year it was Lil Baby. I feel like he's already there though. Lil Baby? So. Nah, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna push it a little bit more. Like the same yeah, level yeah. as Lil Wayne. Hits. Yeah. Same level as Lil Wayne. He's gonna have to keep going. Nah, a little oh, bit more. I'm not gonna lie. I think he's already reached his peak. Cause his latest album, I'm not gonna lie, maybe three or four songs were good. The one with Lil Durk. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's just, just that's just one album though. But that you have to take to account. That's really not just him alone. He had to get Lil Durk's approval on stuff too. Mm. So like, if you just give him a standalone little baby album, I'm pretty, I'm confident that shit's gonna be like a ten ten. But the thing, the thing about little baby is not a lot of people listen to his singles. It's more like his features. I don't know, either way, a lot of his singles that, do go hard though. Either that, way, he's a standout artist. Yeah, either way. Plus, that that's that's probably like what reminds me of Wild Wayne, because sometimes some niggas wanna fuck with his main shit, but uh, like his feature, his feature game was crazy. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, but what I mean is like you put Lil Baby in any type of song, that boy's gonna try his hardest to make some. Yeah, like look at the song he had with Drake. Yeah, he literally, like, stole, literally he stole, stole the song. Yeah, he stole, stole the song. You can't tell me Drake did better than Lil Baby on Wants and Needs. Or shit, bro, that, that one song that DJ Khaled produced or whatever with Lil Durk, the yeah. Every Chance I Get, I every think. Chan- bro, Lil Durk was on that, and bro, Lil Durk, could just, like Lil Baby just stole the show. Bro. Yeah. He couldn't do shit. Lil Baby does, he steals, steals it all. Well, what were you saying before uh, we oh, had to finish? Uh, the albums, Travis's albums. Best Travis albums. Let's go one by one. Andrew, start. I'm gonna be honest here. I listen to. I'm not gonna lie. I listen to Asher Ward a lot Damn. because of the way the vibe was. Lyrics wise, though, "Leaves in the Trap" one of my favorite. But one of the albums that I listen to the most was Asher Ward, so I'm gonna go with Asher Ward. Mine's would have to be Rodeo. Because I feel like he was still hungry at that time. You know, he was trying to stand out. And Rodeo just has so many classics, bro. Like, to the intro, to the end, I yeah. think it's one of his most perfect albums. Lyrically-wise, production-wise, is the most complete Travis. You know? Birds in the Night. Birds in the Trap. Birds in the Trap, St. McKnight. Why? Best album. It's what got me into Travis. That's probably why I like it so much. Because of the trap? Yeah. Because he went straight trap that, yeah. that album. It was perfect production. It was perfect production. It's going to be Astro World. Like, I fucked with Birds in the Trap. 
I thought with Rodeo, but President Trump was just, it was a different vibe, bro. He just created a different environment. But my favorite is Asteroid because it's like some, some songs were tied to real life experiences for me. Like President Trump. It was like a emotional good value, too. Yeah, like emotional yeah. value. Yeah, I went to Asteroid. Yeah, plus just Astro. When you go to Astro and you listen to that album, you know that album, and you go to a song and see it live, it's a different experience. It for is, sure. It is a different experience. It's speaking from the fact that, you know, I've seen him twice. Bernie's seen him like three times already. It's completely different. Listening through years, I but seeing him live, it's like, whoa. whoa. You know what's crazy? I've seen Travis so many times, and he still hasn't uh, performed most of the like any songs from Rodeo. Yeah. Most of most of the songs he always played is uh is Asteroid and some of the Mama he always starts with Mamacita no matter what. He always plays Anadol no matter what. Yep. And sometimes pornography, right? No, I've oh. never heard pornography. Uh no, not pornography. Really. Maybe nine oh two one oh nine oh two one oh that's, that's the one, one he performs. About. That's the one here where he always he- steps up on some type of shit and like he Manages to get high in the air and then starts singing 90210. He replaced 90210 with um, that one he has with SZA. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Love Galore, he replaced it with that on his new sets, which yeah. I think is a disappointment. But, all right. What about you, Eric? Well, I'm listening to two. I, I remember I tried to get into Travis Scott, and I only ever listened to Days Before Rodeo and Astroworld. I only liked one song off of Days. Is it Day? What was it called again? Days Before Rodeo? Yeah. It was Drugs You Should Try. But Astro World, I literally liked every song except for like maybe two or three. So I would have to go with Astro World. I, I think definitely everyone was listening to Travis when he dropped Astro World. Like, that's the song that got him, album that got him mainstream. Yeah. I feel like he was already mainstream, but that's the album that made him like an A plus artist. Yeah. Like up there with Kanye and Jay Z type beats. Alright, Beams with the Travis, he was out there, but Asher Road is what put him out there on top. He went, he went from, he went from being one of the uh, openers for the headliners to being a headliner, yeah. straight up with that album. Yeah, and then during that time too, I don't know why, but everything was so perfect the way when he released Asher Road. Like the timing, everyone was waiting, craving for a new Travis album. Yeah. It was a two year wait. Boom, he dropped the album, and then he waited, like, a good amount of time before he started his festival. So, like, when you listen to the album, you by the time his festival started and by the time his festival was there, you know, you knew you knew his lyrics. So, everything was timed so perfectly. I don't know if he did it on purpose, but I feel like it was definitely, like, one of a kind of experience, yeah, especially yeah. for us since we're from, like, Texas or we're, like, an hour yeah. from Houston, which is close yeah, in like Texas it. terms. Yeah, cause he was, I guess he was repping the Houston, the H, yeah. H-O-U-S. That shit's crazy. Yeah. But he should have won the Grammys. He should have. Yeah. He should have. Really it was it was completely rigged. I do not. Who, who won that? Cardi, Cardi B. Cardi B. Uh, Cardi B did not win. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, you go up to anyone you see on the street, they can name three Astroworld songs from that album, right? <laughs> They can't. Name they can't three. name three Cardi B songs. I don't know, bro. Cardi B was popping off that year. You she can't was, lie. She, she, she was, but, she but was like, there. but she that, was. But do you agree at the same level as Travis? Because that year, it, that year he dropped Astroworld. That was his year, bro. Bro, every, that whole time maybe since Astro. I mean, not Astro. Travis is. It's probably because it took him longer to blow up like Cardi did. 
That's probably why she won, cause she blew up so fast compared to how Travis blew up. Well, I mean, you you're not wrong, but I I'm not saying she wasn't popping, bro. She she was definitely up there. They're probably even the same, but that year specifically, Travis, that was just his year. He dropped the album around the summer, and er, that was just er, like everybody was listening to that shit. His feature was going crazy, and then fucking. Asteroid happened and everybody knew the lyrics. It was just a memory. Like, bro, everybody knew about Asteroid. Not only that, I, I feel like. Everybody was excited for Asteroid. I dead ass feel like no one listened to Cardi B's album. I'm not gonna I, lie. I didn't no, even I heard, know she had an album. No, that's Cap, bro. I listened to it. it. She had some bangers, but I don't be real. I don't even remember the titles. Nope. She had I've some heard, good songs, but I don't even remember the I've titles. I've heard way more Cardi songs on the radio than I have Travis. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard besides Sicko Mode. That's the only song I've ever heard from Travis on the radio. But Cardi, literally, like, all of her songs are always on the that, radio. That can you true. even name Cardi B's album title? Nope. No. But I can name her songs that blew up. That's it. You know, but none of her albums. It was Invasion of Privacy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was black and white. Yellow. Didn't have yellow on it. That's crazy. Was it the one with her wearing glasses? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was wearing, yeah. like, a checkers dress. Yeah. I remember I that, think but I can name I... three of her songs. Yeah. I forgot the name of her song, Bad Bloody, already. I said, I like it like I know that. There's, yeah, that one like went hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That one went hard. That whole ass, bro. That one went hard. I don't know. I guess, I guess, okay, maybe I did listen to her songs, but not like I got on my phone, went on the internet, listened to her songs. It was more like that shit was playing on the internet. Yeah. Or it was just playing on the I got, radio. I got on my phone. I was cruising one time with some homeboys. I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna put some Cardi B, <laughs> and I shit. put the one with Bad Bunny, and she was going off, bro. I, I remember oh, I, I heard this shit with, with Franny in class, because we were just... What, Cardi B's or Yeah, Astro? we were just bored, I forgot what it was, but you put the shit on, and we were listening to the shit, trying to see what was good, and she had some good songs, but I'm not gonna lie, I just don't remember, I just don't remember it. I still don't feel like it was the best rap album. I, I just... You want the best rap album? You know what's crazy? What the fuck? Uh, her, her was on the Billboard. It's still on the Billboard. Two hundred right now. Damn. But look at Astroworld. Astroworld's not in it. Astroworld's not on the Billboard no more. No more. Dang. No. Uh, who whose album still? I think it's Cardi's. Damn, bro. Wait, Wait bro. that's crazy though because I feel like Astroworld belongs there. Where's I mean, you you telling me about like beer bongs at? I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know about beer bongs, but I know Post Malone Stony is still on the Billboard Top 200 after like what five years, <laughs> which is crazy. But yeah, I mean, I get it. But we're talking about the dude who had people go crazy for his festival. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think it's about environment. You know, I'm not at the end of the day, I think we we are more involved with Astroworld and Travis because we are closer to. Him, you know, I, I feel like. Cardi was more consumer based. Yeah, yeah. like a so lot more mainstream, people. Yeah, mainstream, a lot mainstream. more people listen to her than what they did Travis. Uh, I mean, I, I know there's probably like a bunch of old heads who didn't agree with Travis. Yeah, because Travis raps about like what does he rap about? Like, well, what are some things he raps about? Bro, drugs, everything: drugs, females, being, uh, being in the trap. Being a trap. And Cardi, what does she rap about? She sucking dick. Mm-hmm. Pussy. Yeah. She raps about getting money. Well, I mean, think about it. She used to be a stripper. I've, he he has more diversity. Anyways. 
sealing off this topic, final thoughts, Eric, on Travis and Cardi's. What do you think? Who was better? Or who who deserved won? the Grammy? Let's say that. Who deserved the Grammy? I'm not going to lie. I, I do fuck with Travis more, but I do feel like Cardi deserved it because she did. Like, in a way, Travis should have deserved it because it took he worked up his way up the billboard, up the charts. But the fact that she just blew up way faster than him, that's why she earned it. Because she did it in such a small amount of time. But you don't think there was like corporate things involved in it? I, I because mean, I, I remember reading this thing too, where it was like Cardi had her her, her album bundled with her merch. Mm. So whenever they bought her merch, they would get, get Astrid. Like, I mean, uh, her, her album, which boosted up her stream. Travis does the same shit though. He um, does, but your opinion, final thoughts on this topic? I think Travis should have won it because I don't. She did blow up quick, but I don't know. It's just if you talk about like what lasted longer, what what everybody remembers, it's Astro World. Cause like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just that's that's always a go-to. Hmm. That's what a lot of people listen to it. And if anything, that whole age, like, like fine wine, because people are still getting to it, like now. What about you, Monty? Final thoughts. I think Cardi B just got the the side of the media. That's why she won it. That's what she won. Final thoughts for me. Um. Yeah, maybe Cardi B did deserve it because she was more mainstream, but I don't know, bro. Travis. I would have to say it's a fault of our environment, you know, since since we're closer to like where Travis is from, you know, we think Travis is more involved. Yeah. And we think Travis should have won. Personally, like I'm not going to opinion based alone, I think Travis should have won. But maybe looking at the facts, Cardi deserved it too. And uh Anyways, since Andrew isn't here, we're moving on to the next topic, which is the one we were all excited about. Spider-Man movie. What were your initial thoughts, Eric? Go. Your initial thoughts going into the Spider-Man movie. Literally, on the on the trip to the theater, all I was thinking about was Tobey Maguire. I feel like all of all of the hype on the movie. I don't think anybody gave. A, I don't think anybody gave a damn about the story. I think everybody just cared about the nostalgia. On whether they were gonna bring back Andrew and Toby. Right? I do. I do believe that. I do believe there's a lot of hype on whether all three Spider-Man are gonna show yeah, up. That's where most of the hype came from. And y'all noticed how the movie, the movie CGI and the story kind of did feel rushed. So that makes me feel. It makes me think that originally they weren't gonna include all three Spider-Man. But then they realized that a lot of people were talking about making up like theories that all three of them were going to be in that movie. So they had to scrap whatever they originally planned for it. And they had to like merge in the other two Spider-Man and make the movie make sense. And not even change the, like not push the movie back further like they did the first time. Mm. Like for me personally, I love the movie. I got to see Tobey Maguire again. Me personally, the only thing that bothered me was the CGI. But other than that, I love the story. I got to see my boy Tobey Maguire again, my childhood superhero. So I would I would honestly give the movie like a 
being very biased, like a nine out of nine out of ten. What? The literal the only thing that doesn't make me give it a ten was that I didn't get to see the the Tobey Maguire suit, the Sam Raimi suit, without CGI. Like he, I didn't get a clear shot of the suit, and that suit is so. It's such a nice suit. It's, it's an icon. It's iconic. It's iconic. It's an iconic suit. It's iconic as the first and Spider-Man. The only time you would ever see it was CGI, and whenever you did see him wearing it, he didn't have the mask on, and he, it wasn't complete without the mask on. Alan, initial final thoughts and what you would rank it. I don't know. I, I really like the movie. I I didn't expect too much out of it. I just went off the trailer. Because if I ever get my hopes way too high, I'll be disappointed. So I just took it at face value, you know? Like, I wasn't expecting Miles Morales. I wasn't expecting, like, Carnage. I wasn't expecting anybody that wasn't for sure popping up. I was just like, oh, this is what happens in the weren't expecting anyone that wasn't confirmed to be in the MCU already, basically. Mm. Oh, you mean, like, you didn't expect, like, basically anyone who didn't show up on the trailer? Yeah. Like, I was expecting, like, Tom, like, Tom Brady to be in there. Cause Tom, Brady? <laughs> Tom Brady? Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Wait, Tom Hardy. Yeah. No, Tom, Tom Hardy. Or Spider-Man or Venom? Uh, Venom. No, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. I feel like it was really rushed, and and the whole point of it, to get the sales, was to say that all three Spider-Man were going to be there. True. But they didn't really say that, because they wanted to keep it a secret. But it was I, obvious. Everyone knew. Everyone I, was like, oh, interdimensional. Oh, this is going to happen. Everyone I, already read the movie before it even came yeah, out. Yeah. I still don't think that was the original script, though. I think it is. At first, I, I thought it was going to be like a movie that was going to just open up everything in Marvel. Like, whole alternate even realities. Yeah. Like, Kang. Like, all that type of type of shit. I don't know if y'all seen it. It's like, they could make movies without actually collect, co- connecting them to the MCU. Yeah, you know? they can just do that. Yeah, like, like the What If comics like you were talking about. Yeah. You know? Nah, more, I was expecting, like, shit to go crazy like yeah. a bunch of villains from different types of movies they just come like out the X-Men to come in all that type of shit but then I realized I was like nah bro I'm, I'm just you're expecting myself. too much I was expecting too much so I just brought it down low spoilers like MJ says expect disappointment yeah. and you won't get disappointed yeah. or something like that but I was just like I'm just I'm just hyping it up too much I brought it down low I think even at face value it's not that good though I don't know I was content with it I like uh, it so your final thoughts uh all three the, the Amazing Spider-Man didn't even get a third movie. But the first one, uh, it, it got a lot of hate because it said that too much shit going on. The one with Tobey Maguire. So it didn't turn out to be a good movie. You mean Andrews Garfield? He didn't have a third one. The second one. Oh. That was the yeah, movie that that was a lot of villains. The second one? To- no, Toby's Toby always one. had one main villain. Toby's well, Toby until one. the third one. It's to- no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The third one is the one that said that they fucked that up because they had too much shit going on, too many villains. You know what's crazy? Originally, the actor didn't want to have that many villains in it. They, The studio forced them to include Venom. Yeah. So they fucked up the whole movie. That's yeah. why they didn't have a fourth one. And fucking this one, per, like the amount of villains, the Doctor Strange, like all the shit going on, I'm content with it because it didn't fuck it up. It made sense and it was, it was, it was good like for what it was. It so, didn't. It didn't do anything major, but it's it's good for what it was. What would you rate it? Seven out of ten. Seven point five. Seven out of ten. That's kind of high. It's kind of. Oh, I think that's pretty low, bro. Yeah, I think it's pretty. All low. right, Monzo. Initial thoughts, final thoughts, and what you would rate it. 
feel like I overhyped it a lot. So I thought a lot of things were going to happen in it, but nothing really that shocking happened. But I think the movie, even at face value, sucked. Sucked? Yeah. Like, completely, like, balls? Yeah, like, it was just bad. Like, they were forcing everything. Everything was so rushed. Yeah, everything just came out too hard. What makes you think that, like, uh, What parts of the movie made you think it was rushed? The part where all the Spider-Man... Spider-Man came out. I agree. I they could have yeah. done that better. They I agree. They could have done that way. And then how quickly they found all the villains. Like on the first part or the second part? Like in the first part. In the first part. Like they like, caught Doc Ock right away. Yeah. They caught Sandman right away. It would have been, me personally, I would have liked it if it would have been a two-part movie. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's just milking it, bro. I wouldn't have minded it, bro. You I would, wouldn't have minded it. I don't know. Me, personally, I feel like two-part movies are completely just, like, not worth it. Not worth waiting two, not even one year for it. Because you watch you watch a movie for it to be to go in and leave and leave out either satisfied or, like, you know, like, have a good ending. Yeah. I feel like if you, if you, if you, uh... Make it to where studios think you're okay to have two parts in a movie. They're just gonna keep milking it and not have the same quality or not not the same. Uh, like, oh, we gotta make this movie good, you know. The or, only movie, the, the only movie that actually accepted it for being a two part movie was the Avengers. That's what I, I accept. Yeah, yeah. I accept that because it was like a whole MCU thing. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Cause like. They, they had to make it a two-part movie because the story was just too big to make it into one movie. That's how I feel that Spider-Man is because they had... How many villains was it? Like five? Five villains and three, four superheroes. I feel like that should have been longer than two hours and 30 minutes because they should have explained how they got there, how all the villains got there. Well, it explained how, but like it didn't show how, how the other two Spider-Man got there and what happened when they went back. Cause they cured them all, and they just said, "I go fuck off back to your universe." They didn't explain what happened. Cause lizard, the lizard, he's a lizard because he turned himself into a lizard. They cured him. He could have just gone back to his universe and turned himself back into the lizard. I think he's but they didn't explain into that. Though. Oh wait, not nah, because then you tried to turn everybody into the lizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knew. I honestly feel like it should have been a two part, but not like milking it, just to like where they could explain the whole story because nobody would probably want to sit in the theater for like four or five hours watching a the, movie. The only way it could be a two-part is if somehow Venom got involved and they actually had the full Sinister Six and then everybody had like a well-thought-out like kind of backstory to them. Yeah. Well, like I if Sandman got to see his daughter again. Like, yeah, like none all, of that happened. I mean, but shit, I wasn't expecting all that to be honest. Also, they could have let on with Tom Holland not wanting to uh you know, erase everyone's memory of him. So, let's say, you know, that one part where, like, sorry, spoilers, but anyways, you know, Doctor Strange was, like, you know, trying to close it up and it was too powerful enough for him. If we would have just let it happen, that would have been, like, the lead up to the second part. I don't. I think that would have been way too much because there was way... Spider-Man has way too many villains and that's... those. All of those villains were popping out in that scene. I think that would have been way too much. Either way, uh, final thoughts? That ass, bro. That's a crazy oh, amount of villains. Final thoughts. What's your grade? Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. No final thoughts on it. No right final now? thoughts. That's it. So you just think it sucked. Seven yeah. out of ten. That's not a, even suck. It's mid. I think that was pretty high from what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
excited though. I I'm really content with it. I'm excited though, because I feel like these three movies is basically Marvel being like, we got Spider Man. We're we're making deals with Sony. We're gonna see which characters we're gonna bring in. What what we're gonna do? Because really, you gotta you gotta also think about that shit like Marvel and Sony. They're kind of playing tug of war with Spider Man kind of. Yeah. So they're using Spider Man and they're kind of seeing what uh, characters they could bring in. And I feel like Venom. That's like that's a big deal right there. They already got Venom in the MCU. They just got uh, Venom uh, from the recent Venom movies that come, came out. Yeah. They got them to go to the universe. And then they sent him back right again. Because they're not going to use him. They're going to get a new actor. And they get to finally like use the they're gonna. Suit. And I think they're going to like just be trying out random shit. That's why they got Morbius coming out. That's why Sony's going to keep coming up with villains to see what works. And they're going to bullshit some type of way to get them into the main universe. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. I'm just I'm just excited because Spider-Man, like, I w- I've always been tired of him being a kid, bro. Like, I want to see him be in college. Like, deal with real, like, adult shit, you know? Well, that's what we get to see at the end. At yeah. the end of the movie, we get to see him actually start from the bottom. Like, how Tommy McGuire did. Yeah. Being broke. Yeah. I, I love that person. I love that, bro. Because uh, yeah. I feel like... These ne- this next trilogy of Spider-Man is going to be way better than the first trilogy. Mm-hmm. I feel like this next trilogy is just going to be just building him up as a character. It's just going to be it's just going to be great. Well, either that or we just it ends there. Nah, in a way. He's going to be the next he's going to be bigger than Captain America and Iron Man, guaranteed. He's going to be he's just going to be the biggest character. Talk about Spider Man? Yeah. He's I already think he's the biggest. He's going to be bigger. I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like some part of me tells me, oh, yeah, I want to see more Spider Man movies, but I feel like that's where it's going to end. Like, he's going to be coming in and out of, yeah, here and here and there movies, but he, they, he won't have another movie. The director wants to make so many more movies with them, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to play Spider Man by the age 30. That's what he said, him personally, but the director wants. To keep making movies with them. Yeah. Plus, they're gonna try to keep making movies and fucking Spider Man in the comics and even just sales wise, in the comics is one of the best superheroes ever. I literally think him, him, who would you say? I would say him and maybe Superman or Batman are one of the biggest superheroes ever, like in any comics, comic wise. Or movie was the reason why I believe Spider Man is one of the biggest because one of the ones that appeals to more children. If that makes sense, just the one her- character that you, you're gonna grow up. And he's so simple too. Like, and he's so yeah, simple. Yeah, he's, he's so simple. Spider. He's a simple character. <laughs> Plus, I, f- I feel like he's gonna end up getting more girls, not just MJ, because they showed Betty Brant, the the news yeah. reporter yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, one of the yeah, girls yeah. he used to fuck with in the comics. Yeah, and wait, but this this also brings me to uh, uh the the part of about Venom. If you remember back in Andrew, I um, mean, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, uh-huh. you remember Eddie Brock from that Spider-Man, which died, was trying to get with the news reporter as well. That was Gwen Stacy. Well, there's, there's, uh, well. Gwen Stacy, which was the reporter, and they were fight, they kind of fight, fought for it, right? I don't know. Yeah. But I think Eddie Brock ended up dating her or whatever, or some shit. But I feel like that's what's going to happen in this universe with that Venom. Who knows? And they could do a, a whole lot more shit. Like, I, we don't know what other characters is gonna be. I know Fisk is gonna come back. Spoilers. It's, but, it's already too late for spoilers. Yeah, we've already, we're, 
Fucking yeah. Wuss and Fisk and Daredevil are going to come back, bro. Punisher might come back, bro. It's, it's a whole lot of room for possibilities. Well, Blade. So they might bring Morbius. Oh, yeah. I, I did hear about Blade. Blade having his own movie coming up and uh, Daredevil being a part of it. The one thing that kind of pissed me Yeah. The one thing that kind of pissed me off about... Uh, Dare, uh, Daredevil being in the movies, they didn't really show mo- much of him. They just showed like a little clip of him. I wanted to see him actually at court fighting him, how he actually won the case. Hey, like him being the but lawyer. But then we'll go back to the same thing Eric was saying. If you want more of a character, you would have to make a two part. Yeah, and honestly, a little cameo was fine, bro. You could just assume everything. It, went it fine. gave people hope that he was gonna return in other and, movies and or get his own spinoff movie. That is good. Coming, At least we know that. Coming back to that, my initial thoughts. I've lost, like, my desire for uh, watching Marvel movies continuously, you know, over the years. But, uh, so I wasn't really expecting much, you know. But I wasn't expecting much. I was just there to watch the movie, you know. And I came out pretty happy. I mean, it was a good movie. I still knew... The references that were going on, you know, yeah. for being out of touch for a year or two. I want you to say that. So I was initial thoughts. I wasn't. I wasn't hoping for too much. You know, I was just there for a good movie. Yeah. Final thoughts. It was. It was okay. You know, there's. Like, if you would put, MCU movies really aren't movies to me anymore. You know. Like, you know, like... Yeah, I don't think they'll ever pull off another Avengers-type era. Yeah, like, you're just there for the hype, you know? Yeah, now, now it's just that. Hey, shit. Like, honestly, bro, honestly, all right. Mm. If, like, movie-wise, script-wise, like, solid film, you know? Compare Spider the new Spider-Man to the Winter Soldier. You know? The winter, the winter Soldier is so I have, badass, bro. I have, bro. Um, I have very faded memories of that movie. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. Which one was that one? The one with uh, Bucky when Bucky fights. comes back, and and Captain America fights him, and the then and then uh and then um. That's the second one, right? Yeah. The second. Uh, one. Widow shows up, right? Yeah, Black Widow's in it. I don't remember. It's when Shield is is compromised by Hydra. And it's whenever Bucky turns good at the end, right? No, not uh, yet. Not yet. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember. Well, he starts to get memories. Never watched you never watched it. Well, either way, I feel like the Winter Soldier is like on his league of his own. Like, if you would, the way I like to see it, every time I see a movie, if you were to leave that movie alone, you know, just by itself, yeah. how would it rate up, you know? You know, like you could watch the Winter Soldier alone and be like, damn, that's a good ass movie. But if you were to watch Spider Man Homecoming, just that one alone and you haven't watched Toby and you haven't watched Andrew and you, you don't get that sentimental value you know be honest it's a horrible movie it, Homecoming? I wouldn't say horrible. horrible if you if you watch if you don't watch anything else it was it was a good movie but it wasn't a memorable movie which one Homecoming? Homecoming it, it was a good Spider-Man movie it was a good Spider-Man movie but it wasn't like a Toby Toby Spider-Man. Yeah, it, like wasn't a memorable a, one. it wasn't a memorable one. Like, we do have moments where you can obviously remember from Spider-Man, Toby. You know, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I something really of a scientist myself. Sure. You know? Yeah. Or that MJ scene where she was falling and then Andrew saves her and he gets all teary-eyed. Mm-hmm. I still feel like... That's fanfare, though. That's, That's fanfare. fanfare. Yeah. Like, 
I, I feel like Homecoming was a good way to introduce the young Spider-Man, but not memorable. Not memorable, like, you know, at all. I'm not gonna lie, he's probably the better Spider-Man, but I prefer Toby purely for nostalgic reasons. And well, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, his... People say his third movie was ass, but me, I feel like that trilogy was just a masterpiece. Like, I didn't care that there was too many villains. I, that that trilogy was a masterpiece, in my opinion. I love that trilogy too because, like, from the start to finish, it literally feels like a comic book. You know, like from the way it starts, from the way it's directed, from the way they talk. You know, yeah. from the villains, it like literally feels like you're just reading a comic book. But final thoughts on mine? It's the lowest so far. I give it a five out of ten. Damn. You want to elaborate on? Again, why? <laughs> yeah, like, you made it sound like it was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> like, you give like, it a five out of ten. I just like I feel like I'm. This is my grade book. If I were to watch, like I told you, if I were to watch Homecoming alone without no prior knowledge of anything else, and compare it to another good movie that I could watch with no prior knowledge itself, you know, like Interstellar or The Winter Soldier, you know, those fucking amazing movies, I would choose them over Homecoming. Oh, but you're talking about Homecoming. I thought you meant like. Far, far, oh, uh, no, not homecoming. Far from home. The one right now we just saw. No way home. <laughs> no, no way home. Whatever. So no way home. You're giving it a five out of ten. I'm giving it a five out of ten. I think. Look, the only reason I would I would have rated higher if I didn't have that grade scale. But that's the grade scale yeah, I give okay. to all my movies. You know. Mm. Like if I didn't have that, you know, just me being a Marvel fan and knowing what I know. Probably like an eight out of ten, seven out of or eight. But I'm solid at my five. I, I feel content with that. I feel content with that. My viewpoint, my... Uh, Your initial, final, and rate. My initial, obviously... I got this. Three, four, five. I guess seven. My, my initial... Uh, obviously, I do feel like it was rushed. Uh, I feel like we at least needed a good 45 yeah, minutes. Keep it like we do we did need at least a 30 to an hour of extra time to see how andrew and toby even landed there like what was their backstory before they got there what were they doing what were they doing especially especially all the well not necessarily you don't really have to know all the villains backstories at least maybe the big main ones like uh what's his name uh green goblin and doc octopus yeah but other than that it was a pretty good movie me growing up as a kid and watching toby Spider-Man 3 was probably one of my favorite ones, especially the fight scene where they have all the uh, the buildings and stuff. And you're seeing that all over again in this movie, if that makes sense. You you have the yeah where he's fighting Sandman, Green Goblin, uh, Venom alongside with Harry Osborn. Uh, and then he also, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's his name? In this movie... We don't get to see Harry Osborn, but we do see him fighting, and that's you know that building. I don't know. It gave me like nostalgic vibes. Um, Bro, Green Goblin was going off in that movie, like compared to his first one, and his first one that his first the first nah, Spider-Man it made. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And the first the first Spider-Man movie it made Green Goblin an icon, an iconic villain. And then in this one, it just made him so much more badass because of what he did now because of technology. 
Yeah. It made him more badass. Like, his fight scenes compared now to then were so much more badass. You know, the Spider-Man that we know, Tobey Maguire, you know, he would be in the shit out of him back in the old movies. Now, in this movie... Well, no, he, mm, he lost a couple fights. Yeah, the Green Goblin was beating the shit out of Spider-Man. Until the, the very fight. end, yeah. yeah. Like, even, even in that last fight, he was getting his ass whooped. On God. Until the last part where he, like, you know, the superhero always wins at the end. Yeah. But he was getting his ass whooped, bro. So, uh, what were your final thoughts? Final thoughts? It was a very good movie. I mean, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I guess it just gave me that very good nostalgic vibe. I got to see all my favorite ones. All my Spider- I liked every single Spider-Man. So far, I've liked every single Spider-Man. My favorite one is kind of hard to choose between Andrew or to- uh, Toby. I don't. I know Andrew got a lot of criticism on him, but I don't know what it is with Andrew. I just like you like Andrew better than Toby. I don't like Andrew better than Toby, but there's something about Andrew that I really like. I guess because they're more dark. Like if I were to compare Andrew and Tom, I would probably choose Tom. Uh, I mean Andrew. Speaking of darkness, that's what I liked about this movie too. One thing that I did like was that out of all the previous Spider-Man films, this one you liked. You actually like felt. You know, some darkness, of some yeah. rage in him, you know? Yeah, plus, that's what I think is going to get him started. This is what, I don't... This is basically a new rebirth of Spider-Man. Yeah. That's, that's, I think this is his origin. Like, not the first movie, the second movie, or the third movie. It's the whole trilogy. And the oh. way I see this shit playing out is by trilogies. This first trilogy is him being just a teenager. Next trilogy is going to be him being... Uh, well, I feel yeah, like no. we're already past the teenager trilogy. Yeah, no. They, no, this is was his final cap off. This was off. his final because he was... He's, he's going into college. college. Yeah. So the next trilogy is just him being a young adult. Adult Spider-Man. Adult. And if there's possibly another trilogy, it's just him being like a, an adult, like late adult. Type if, there, if there is one more movie, one thing I would really love to watch him do is have that, that uh, reporter job and taking pictures. Hell yeah. I would love to see Tom Holland on that shit. On me. Cause I, I remember, I remember those scenes with Toby where he would <laughs> web sling the camera on there, bro. Yeah. Oh my god, very so nostalgic. Good. Whenever uh, so I think I think he had some shots whenever he was still working at the pizza job. Oh, but that's what that's whenever we see Toby was doing it. If we could, if I could see that in Tom, that would be fucking amazing. That would be that would make that would probably put Tom over me over Toby. Spider-Man wise, if I see that, like, the because the reason I love Toby was because he was a nobody, you know, and then he's just somebody, uh, somebody, you know, he's like an underdog story. That's why I love him. And then now, if Tom, if they make that same story with Tom, he's obviously gonna be my favorite. And since nobody knows him, it's definitely gonna like no Stark, no Iron Man, no Cap, no no glasses, uh-huh. yeah, nothing. Nobody knows who he is. So that as he has to get it on his own. And he has no parents, no Uncle Ben, no mate. He has nobody. It's just him. That's, so, that's that is that was kind of kind of sad. But I did like it though. But the question is, how is this gonna play? Is he? Is this why he was never part of Avengers? Like he was not Avengers. Though. He was he in was Avengers, Avengers, but you know, a lot of people ask why. Why isn't he Avengers? Why isn't he Avengers? Because he was a kid. Yeah. But my question start- is, is he gonna be in Avengers now? He has to earn it, or they have to come to him. Well, they still know Spider Man, though. They just don't know who Peter is Spider Man. Yeah, no, they, they don't, don't know who. Peter so technically, Spider Man is still an Avenger, but they don't know he's Peter Parker. Huh? Oh, I just doubt true. he's gonna start using the tech. I feel like he's taking the Toby route. 
No technology, no nothing. Except that's, for his web shooters. That's what I love, though, that he's taking that Toby route. He started from nothing, and he's building himself up again, like Toby did. He's gonna, like... He's basically gonna just have to become smart, so you're gonna just see that shit. He's gonna be doing everything on the Did own. you see the GED book on his on yeah, when he was yeah. moving in? So does not he doesn't even have a high school diploma now? That's what I'm saying. So I don't even think there. So he's basically think. doesn't exist at all. Yeah. Peter Parker, anyways. Spider Man exists. Not Peter Parker. Not Peter Parker. That is true. Doctor Strange did say that. So he's not an Avenger because Tony Stark never knew Peter Parker. Oh, that is true. And the only way he got... But he did have those run-ins with them, though. But, I mean, he Tony Stark didn't know of Sp- Spider-Man. He knew of Spider-Man, but the only way he got to Spider-Man was by knowing about Peter Parker. Either way. He talked to him in person. Either way. You're right. My final rating for this movie, I'm going to give it a Rotten Tomatoes of 8.5. 8 point, dang it, that's the highest that's one. The highest one. Mine was the highest one, bro. What I was going to say, 9 out of 10. This definitely proves what I was saying. Tom Holland Spider Man could beat Tobey Maguire Spider Man. What What was your rating? Seven. Seven. Seven or seven point five. It's seven point five. Seven point five. Divided by five. So that's an average of seven point three between us five. I kind of want to elaborate a little bit more on mine before we move on to Go why on. I gave it a nine. Because yeah. at first I just said I gave it a nine because of nostalgic reasons, like just only because Toby. That was the only fact I made. I mean, we got ten minutes left before I have to cut it off. I want to, I wanna like, another thing I want to elaborate on is because besides the fact that Tobey Maguire was in it, the fact that him and Flint, as soon as he he cured Flint, they played that song, the nostalgic-ass song, and then he said, everything's going to be all right, Flint, you're going to go home, just stay right here. And then when he met up with Doc Ock again, right after all the fight, they greeted each other like friends, like good friends, like not the evil Doc Ock back then when they were fighting. Because at the end of Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock came to his senses and he died a hero. And then at that movie, when they met up again, they were like, how are you? How have you been? Yeah. It was just like, it was such a good, like, like them meeting up again because he was supposedly dead and and he saw him again and he was good. They were good friends at the end of the day. Yeah, they, they, they greeted each other like old friends. That's what made it so good for me. Yeah. You could also see that in uh, Andrew Garfield and uh, Doctor, I forgot his name. The Lizard. Uh, because, you know, in Andrew Garfield, he was a student of, or okay. he would, yeah. So, it's like. I think he was his intern. Yeah. He didn't really pay, he paid more attention to Gwen. Electro than he did to Dr. You, Connors, though. You know what, bro? I would have loved to see Electro stay somehow. Bro. He was just like, man, I love this power, bro. Like, he was just going crazy. Like, he was he a new character, bro. I, I, I like how... He, he was definitely different. Yeah. Way was, different. For real? He, like, that has new world, new Electro. Like, for real. Like, he was like... Even when he was Electro and Andrews Garfield, he was like, oh, look at this fucking nerd. You know? Oh, me. But then you look at him now, and you're like, damn, yo. he got bitches. Like, damn, like, bro, like... Boy, but he's know. really gonna steal my bitch. Yeah, he's like, like, like back then, you know, he cut people's up. My bitch there, I'll fight him. I'll pull up. <laughs> <laughs> right now, he pulls up my bitch there. Yeah. I'm like, you can have her, bro. Yeah. I'm fucking dipping. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. He look menacing. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he had that Michael B. Jordan glow up. Oh like, god, yeah, yeah. Find yeah. 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 What? I was just like. He's not a nerd no more, bro. 
seriously, you just started acting different. Right? Usually, boy got that fade and <laughs> started acting <laughs> up. That boy he go from a comb overs to a full on. That boy got fade, that fade, bro. Like, bro. Got his teeth fixed. Yeah, <laughs> he was ready to. He got rid of the teeth. glasses. He's like, new universe, new me. Go oh, fuck man. some bitches. Let's go. <laughs> oh, he got buff and shit. Yeah, yeah. Bro, 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 bro. he would have been a badass villain if he had stayed. Uh, this shit was funny too, cause. The fact that when he the the funniest part was for me whenever he was butt ass naked, and <laughs> then they go ignore the part that I'm butt ass naked. Bro, bro, bro. Like nerd him would not have said that shit at all. Oh my god, my small pee pee. Nah, but this 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 electro this electro he pack it. Hey yo, butt ass holding that shit. This shit was butt funny. Naked, so I'm butt ass naked. Oh, <laughs> swinging that shit. All right, all right, all right. Before we leave, before we leave, favorite uh Spider Man. You mean in this movie or in general? In general, you go. You start. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna have to go with Toby. Toby was nonstop watching for me over and over again. All of his movies are probably all of his three movies I've probably seen over five times. Cause. It's, it's just that's the Spider-Man I grew up watching yeah. not this we have a new generation of kids who grew up watching Tom Holland and and I grew up in Andrew Garfield I mean uh, what's his name uh, Toby McGuire Toby McGuire me I would have to go with Toby man I love Toby I just like how he started from nothing how he's a relatable character how you know I just feel like he's the best Spider-Man, you know, it's just like, that's my dog, bro. That's someone I can relate to out of the three, you know. And, I don't know, I just love him. I don't know if because of nostalgia, because that's the first Spider-Man I watched, but he's it, he's it for me. Mom's not here, so I'm going to say uh, Andrew. I'm going to say it, Andrew. Give it different. I'm going to say Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. I, I did I like I did like to see that Andrew was kinda heartbroken. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was badass. Yeah. Alan. I would like to add, I would like to add, if Tom Holland if he has another movie, which I think I know he is going to, but if he starts from Rise to Riches, Tom Holland's gonna be the best one. But until then, Toby still. Like you yeah. like imagine imagine Tom Holland doing the same scene where Toby McGuire Gets venom in him, and he's just nah. like in the street getting bitches. That would be badass. That would be badass. Like slick hair, you know. Like nah, he don't need slick hair. Man. Nah, he that. like looking a little emo-ish, but you know. Either way, it's not, but it's not even just him getting bitches. It's just his confidence. Yeah. No, not even his confidence. Is that's a whole story with his personality and himself. Like, is he okay with like hurting people? Like, is is that the route he's gonna go? It's an eternal conflict. Yeah, it's an eternal conflict, bro. We did. We did obviously get to see the rage in bro, him. He's he's mad. He's so mad, bro. That's what he needs. Venom. He's he's gonna stop pulling his punches. Like, kill somebody. But I don't think he'll ever do that because you saw how Toby. Pulled in last minute and stopped. I, but Toby not there no more. Toby's not there. So I think, but I think he learned from that. He learned from them. Mm, I don't what think they so. had to go through by themselves. If, he had them to stop him well, from killing. Either way, either way, either way. Oh yeah, we're running out of time. Either way. I don't know. You have to choose, bro. You have to. I can't. You have to, bro. You have to. You have to give us an answer. You go ahead. Eric. No, no, no. We're doing this in order. We've done this in order the entire time. I really can't choose, man. You can't make me choose. You have to choose, bro. 
You can't tell me you don't have a favorite one. I don't. All right. We'll leave it Alan last. Eric. Honestly, I forgot what I was going to say. But Tobey Maguire, because I grew up watching him, I've watched his movies so many times. Tom Holland, he's a good Spider-Man. But I, I wouldn't watch his first and second. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to rewatch the third. I'm going to rewatch the hell out of that third one. But that's it. Just because of Toby, though. Just because of Toby. But I, the story was good, too. I did like it. But Toby's story arc over Tom Holland's story any any day. Any day. Toby just went hard. Tony's trilogy is just a masterpiece. Or beautiful. It's just amazing. All right. You got two minutes to explain yourself before I have to do the third right, one. Well, I can explain. It's because I get different feelings for all of them. I, would, I grew up with Toby. I'm the most excited about Tom. And the Andrews was just a different experience. Like, it was just a really dark type of Spider-Man. I like them all, bro. I, I just can't choose. Cause well, you have to choose. That's the whole point. You have to choose. You have to choose. Well, if, if I think... If the, the next trilogy is going to go the way I think mm-hmm. it's going to go. No ifs. Right now, what we have at face value. Just one that you like more than the other. As of now, based on when it came out, and just based off this movie alone, and how, like how those movies impacted me, probably, probably Toby. Probably Toby's? Yeah. Even though I thought he like was a little bit too much of a dick sometimes. <laughs> I'm not he lie. was a real New York dude though. Like you can't tell me like when you like when you see those two those movies, Toby was a real New York dude, bro. Yeah. He was. I wanna yeah. point out one reason I didn't even mention Andrew in my reason why I like Toby more than Tom Holland is because Andrew Andrew's movies came out whenever I was still fantasizing over not fantasizing but like Geek, geeking over Tom, Tom uh, Toby's, yeah. yeah. So I was like, Ew, new Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that. Like, yeah, so that's why I choose Toby over Andrew. All right, man. It's a good podcast. Um, it's your boy Fernie, man. You know, we had a good talk about Spider-Man, new movie. Don't listen to this. Maybe I should have said this earlier, but don't listen to this if you don't want any spoilers, you know. But, yeah. All right. Be safe. Have a good night. That's it.